Hi, everyone. This is Catherine Adams. I'm Elizabeth Wallace, and you're listening to Binary System Podcast number 350. Woo-hoo! Yes. Hey, it's a milestone episode, which we had absolutely nothing planned for. Oh, well. Nope. 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 It's just a number that ends in a zero. Yeah. So uh, this week, we are recapping Welcome to Night Vale number 222, Makarov the Magical. Also, in other news, this is the first time that we are trying to record this podcast, just the two of us, using Discord. Yep. We are now on the Binary System server, and uh, we had yeah. to get a lot of uh, help from Nathan, who very graciously set up with the Craig recording app. Uh, I think that's what it's called. We're so new to Discord. And surprisingly enough, I already had an account on Discord. And I honestly want to say I probably set it up to try to like rubberneck some social media disaster and then lost interest really quickly. But for now, I think the recording thing is kind of cool. So we'll see what happens. Um, I hope we can get a screen cap of what we're looking at right here because (laughs) Elizabeth, because the mic on her phone is better than the mic on her computer. So she's got Discord set up, but she can't actually have her face on the camera because she has to have the mic pointing at her. So she's got a little stick person drawing of a smiling face where her face would normally be. <laughs> I think it works. I think it's low tech, but I think it's just fine. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I had been meaning to set up a Discord account for a while. So I think if you've been paying attention to the media, the whole AI art thing is a very hot button topic right now. Um, I tend to believe that there are a lot of artists who are having their work getting ripped off. I know it's going to change the environment of all kinds of art careers all over the place. And like most technological advances, it's probably going to leave a lot of people behind. I mean, it's just it's just how it works. And I'm not happy about that. But I also believe that once something's out of the box, you're not going to be able to put it back in the box. And if you as an artist are going to survive in the career, you're going to have to learn the technology. So um, Mid Journey is done through Discord. So I had been meaning to make up an account for a while anyway. And luckily, Nate Nathan invited us to do a crossover series of recordings with the Midlife Crisis Task Force, which you can find the links for. We'll put it in the, this podcast description, but they're also all of our social medias. I think they went really well. I did. I really liked the um, uh, MCU episode. I mean, we had a lot to discuss, but it just it flowed really well. And we all had some interesting opinions and we're all kind of tired <laughs> at this point. But I don't know, maybe we yeah. can find some stuff to interest us and maybe just kind of get to this level of acceptance that uh, nobody can possibly watch everything in the MCU anymore. We just have to listen to recommendations and just find some various things. It'd be like keeping up with all TV everywhere at this point. Exactly. I was just trying to think of like some type of... I don't know, simile, and it'd be like trying to watch everything that HBO ever puts out, ever, like everything they do. And not only is it not really possible, but you also don't want to. I mean, not everything is meant for you. So I don't know. Okay, so Night Vale. This week, it starts out with Cecil talking about how they had a candlelight vigil for the glow cloud because Dr. Lubell murdered it. And it was very sweet. Um, Pamela Winchell delivered the eulogy and... She said the glow cloud would not want us to be sad. They would want us to be obedient and fearful. And then she (laughs) rode off in a horse-drawn carriage because, of course, she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the glow cloud's child was not there. The glow cloud's child is going to university. Where did the glow cloud go to college? 
Yeah, I think they're going to Stanford. They have a scholarship and they're studying meteorology, which if you're a glow cloud is kind of a soft science, like, I don't know, holistic medicine, that sort of thing. But sure. it seems to be adjusting fairly well. I mean, most of the time he's being you know a little bit low key, trying to not draw attention to himself. He's just sort of the marine layer over the ocean in the evenings, mm-hmm. which I thought was a nice image. But um, we're getting all this information from Josh Creighton, who went to college with him for a little while. So, yeah, I mean, I, it's got to be kind of rough. And also freshman year is already kind of stressful. So hopefully they will stay out of Nightville until there's less chance of them being murdered. Oh, God, yeah. Now, speaking of stress, Cecil and Carlos have been stressed for a while, obviously. So they decided to reward themselves with a little date night and they went to see a magic show. Yeah, which very nice. And we'll hear more about that later. And we had the community calendar, which was a little truncated this time. It's Started on Saturday, it's going to be the grand reopening of Dark Owl Records. Now, mm. Michelle Nguyen has been taking like some therapy lessons with one of the doctors from the University of What It Is. And it helped her realize that the reason why she hated pop music was because of trauma. And what she really hated was lizards. So now she's going to be doing nothing but pop music at Dark Owl Records all the time. Although she hasn't listened to pop music for like 30 years. So it's all several decades out. Right. Um Yeah, I mean, on the one hand, I mean, we like pop music. We're not going to lie. That's one of our favorite genres. But at the same time, I mean, Dark Owl Records, it was awesome because she just hated everything popular and kind of sad that that's not going to be the way it is anymore. We can find music stores with pop music all over the place, but there's only one Dark Owl Records. Yeah, and now that seems to be gone. So thanks, University of What It Is. On Sunday, it's going to be a matchup between the Night Vale Scorpions and the Ash Valley Penguin Kings. And it should be a pretty easy win for the Scorpions because Ash Valley has somehow never enrolled a student ever. So they're winless <laughs> in this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Wednesday, yeah, we jump straight to Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday has been misspelled again. And you hear Cecil go, Wednesday, Wednesday. And I'm Wednesday. like, yeah, that is a trick one. Yeah, it's like February, February. Got it. Fe- February or, or mm. just anything like where I have to try to remember how Mr. Rogers spelled it out in a song. Oh, that's nice. And Yosemite. <laughs> I can now spell <laughs> Yosemite because of Yosemite. <laughs> Anyway, so we go from there to a description of the magic show with Makarov the Magical. Um, I think so. I loved what Cecil said, the reason why he loves magic so much. He says, I love to be lied to in a visual way. And I'm like, yes, I do too. That's neat. Yeah. So he likes all of those things like pretending to pull your thumb off or pretending to find money in your ear or, oh, you've got something on your shoulder. So he likes all of those things. But he was even happier about the show because they had VIP tickets. So mm-hmm. after an entire show where he was pretty much elbowing Carlos the entire time going, how did he do that? How did he do that? And Carlos is like, it's magic, Cecil. Of course it's magic. But they got to meet uh, Makarov backstage and Cecil wanted to know if that was his real name. And Makarov went on this long tangent about how Makarov the man and Makarov the magician are two separate people. And then I think he did a little like cape spin and then disappeared completely. And Cecil had to ask Carlos how he did that. And Carlos is like, oh, it's still magic, Cecil. (laughs) 
I love that Carlos refuses to even be baited by that. He's like, it's magic. But we went from there to traffic, and one of the routes in Nightvale has been closed down after a report released by, you guessed it, the University of What It Is. It turns out it wasn't a real highway. It was a closed loop that prevented anyone from ever leaving Nightvale. And there was nothing mysterious about it whatsoever. It was just a badly designed road. Um, And the city council has decided to close Route 800 until, quote, those frickin' nerds get the heck out of here. Right. Yeah, everybody is over it. More than over it. But Uh, Dana Cardinal has been questioned by the Sheriff's Secret Police. Dana went into a long, long description about, I mean, this is Cecil. We didn't actually get to hear the voice actor for Dana this time. But she went into detail about the fight with her double that happened 10 years ago in that sandstorm. And she was eventually able to club her double over the head with a stapler to kill it. And then she buried it, which I don't think we'd ever heard before that Dana had buried her double and, you know, six feet down into the ground and even saw it right before she started throwing dirt on it. It was still her face. So all kind of horrifying. And I think Sheriff Sam was a little taken aback and they said, "Um, do you need a lawyer here, Dana? And Dana's just like, no, she says she does. Everybody deserves to hear the truth. And she's always been very, very, very honest. Um, the sheriff's secret police have been digging around in the sand waste. They haven't found anything, but Dr. Lubell, ever helpful, has sent a bunch of archaeology experts out there, and it's really only a matter of time before they find something. So we go back to the date night, and Carlos and Cecil went to the Moonlight All Night Diner to have some invisible pie, because that's a great way to wrap up a date night, except it didn't go well because there were a bunch of scientists from the University of What It Is, including this Dr. Jones character, who has been one of the people that's been involved in all of these little elements in this episode from the University of What It Is. And they're just basically dismissing the entire idea of invisible pie. You know, it's like it's not possible for anything the size of a pie to be completely invisible. And they slap their forks around on the plate and say, look, see, there's no pie there. And Cecil is trying to get them to be quiet because they want to sit and enjoy their invisible pie. But then Dr. Jones, like, notices him and says, oh, I saw you at the magic show today. I'm sure you know that there's no such thing as magic. And he starts explaining all the tricks, which even if you're not a scientist that's hell-bent on sucking all of the mystery out of a small desert town, that's a sucky thing to do to anybody. Don't explain the tricks unless someone asks you to. Yeah. Now, of course, Laura, who runs the one of the waitresses at the Moonlight All Night Diner, she steps up to try and see if she can kind of diffuse the situation. She's like, are you not happy with your meal? Can I get you something else? And she starts pulling fruit off of her body because this is the waitress that you drew the fan art picture of. Yes! Oh my God, I was so happy with that picture. Yes, it turned out great. And the perspective is amazing on it. It's really <laughs> awesome. But what it does is it doesn't it doesn't kind of placate the scientists. It really distracts them because the scientist immediately jumps up. It's like, ma'am, can we take you back to the lab to discuss this like skin condition of yours? Oh God, no, we don't want to explain away Laura. Ah, and oh Cecil... Cecil tries to step in, and Carlos is like, no, look, Cecil, you can't reason with these people. And they notice Carlos, and they remember Carlos from back when he was a scientist at the University of What It Is. And Dr. Jones is, in fact, 
Carlos's replacement. Yep. And he starts talking about how, you know, there was a portrait of you in there up until the point when you got soft and you didn't want to learn anything anymore. And, you know, you you left and your portrait is not there anymore because we don't celebrate failure. And that's when Cecil punched him in the face. Oh, look, we're going off to the weather now. (laughs) I just love that delivery. That was a great transition. Yeah, it was. And I have not paid even a little bit of attention to the weather this week for some reason. I was trying to catch up on my notes. So did you have anything that particularly stood out to you about this one? It was called Be Careful What You Wish For. And the band name is Human Barbie, which I thought was interesting. And literally the first line of the song is, be careful what you wish for. You're going to get fucked eventually. And that is the (laughs) theme of the entire song I have written down really depressing because it's about just everything that you wish for you probably don't want it you're probably going to change your mind you know that's just life yeah that whole concept kind of reminds me of um, Sandman where Sandman makes a deal with Shakespeare in order to write be able to write beautiful plays but I think one of the themes in that is getting what you wanted usually means getting what you once wanted. Like it's no yeah. longer what you wanted. And that sounds a little bit like what that song was doing. Yeah, just a little bit. I mean, it was nice. It definitely was, but whew, heavy, very heavy. So we come back and Cecil mentions that he has never punched a person in his life. And he still hasn't because he made a swing at Dr. Jones, but he missed and he landed right onto a load-bearing column, and everyone laughed. Yeah, even Laura laughed, which I think is kind of low, especially since she seems to be in danger of getting explained away. But out of nowhere, Makarov the Magical just shows up, and he calms Mm. everybody down, and he tells them to sit. And he says that magic is not magic. Wonder is. And he says that this person, and he points to Dr. Jones, does not know everything. He doesn't even know where his steak went. And Dr. Jones like, I didn't order a steak. And this like raw steak drops out of nowhere and lands on the table and splatters everybody with blood. And I think it kind of looks like a horror movie at some point. So which the doctors are not completely phased by this. They're now trying to study it and figure out, hmm, was there a fishing line that dragged this into place? And I think Cecil and Carlos just took their cue to leave. Yeah, Makarov, I think, winked at them before he left, so he wasn't bothered either, but then he just sort of disappeared. Yeah, and they they went back. Um, Cecil and Carlos went back and paid the babysitter, and Carlos tells Cecil, I'm not angry, Cecil, but he sounds kind of angry. Yeah, he explains to Cecil that there's always going to be terrible people that you're not going to be able to stop with a clever quip or with a reasoned argument and certainly not violence. And I'm like, but that sums up a lot of what's going on in Twitter right now. Yes, it does. And I don't even know what the answer is because nothing else seems to be working. God. No, no. Um, But yeah, I mean, Cecil agreed and said that he would try and be better. And then I think uh, Carlos said something like, now about that dessert. And Cecil's like, ooh, does that mean what I think it means? And Carlos is like, if you think it means ice cream and decaf, then yes. And Cecil's like, yes, that's exactly what I thought you meant. Oh, that sounds perfect. I like that idea. Yes. Um, So Cecil wraps up by saying, you know, he doesn't know how to fight the university of what it is. Um, He says, we're going to have to stick together and we're going to have to take a stand somehow. And there must be something we can do, but currently they don't know what that is. Yep. And that's pretty much it. And we got some more information about the ongoing tour. They are finally going to be wrapping up the, um, the haunting of Nightvale live tour. Mm -hmm. And I think 
if you go on their website, they've got the last few shows available. And after that, they're scrapping that and then they're going to write the next one. So I'm glad that we're all back to the live shows. That was a long two yeah. years where we didn't get anything like that. Yeah. Though I was just thinking the other day, I, I really kind of wish they would do some of those Zoom shows. I mean, I'm sure they're a lot of work and I'm, I'm betting they don't make a lot of money off of it. Not nearly what you would make off of an actual in-person live show, but boy, those sure were fun. Yeah, they really were. I do hope that we don't lose that completely because, yeah. well, I don't wonder, would it be the same thing having a, a Zoom show if you didn't have to have it because everyone was isolated? It feels like there's just that that element of we're, we're hunkering down to keep safe. That was kind of pleasing. It's true. I also did like, I mean, I found it too late, but the chat window where everybody was just chatting along, like, you know, Steve would show up in the entire chat window and go, Steve! Steve! <laughs> <laughs> and the glow cloud was mentioned and the entire chat window was filled up with people going, oh, hell! Oh, hell. So that wraps up for Night Vale, but I believe you watched some more Umbrella Academy? I was able to watch one more episode, uh, episode ah. seven, and... Yeah, it starts with five going to the director's meeting and murdering everybody. And it was just, it was one of those things, even though they didn't show you everything, the fact that like five would do his little like blink out of existence and then blink back. But when he blinked back, everybody around him would be already massacred. And then he'd blink to somewhere other location and then everyone would be massacred. And it was it was pretty brutal, and you could tell that he was kind of horrified by the whole thing, but he did manage to get the suitcase from the handler, only she told him he had 90 minutes to get all of his family together and get back to that alley where they first appeared, and no, she wasn't going to give him any more time. So there's that wow. level of panic through the entire episode, and of course they fail, but yeah. the episode ends with um, only Luther and Klaus and Five are there, and I really did like the fact that Five just realizes that the suitcase is starting to phase that will like take everybody in the vicinity out. And he picks it up and he throws it into the air so it doesn't get anybody. And I thought, no, that's nice. And he didn't even have to pause to think about that. He was not leaving yeah. without everybody. So, yeah. yeah. But I mean, um, Vanya tried to run away with her girlfriend and her girlfriend's son, but ugh, her girlfriend had to leave a note for her husband. Which was yeah. a bad idea because her husband's brother is a sheriff and he made a roadblock to stop them. And Fanya almost got them out of there. But at the last second, somebody clubbed her behind the head. So I know the next episode is going to be brutal. Yeah. But and and um, God, what else? Um, Lila kidnaps Diego and drags him in front of her mom and introduces him as her boyfriend. So Lila's obviously, <laughs> yeah. she she was pretending to be crazy, but she's obviously a little crazy already, I think, if yeah. she thinks that's going to fly. And what else? Oh, yeah. Allison and Ray, she told Ray everything and told him she was having to leave. And she tried to get him to come with her, but he still has all that he wants to get done here for the movement in the 1960s. And they're obviously really sad. And she's just like, I think she feels really bad that she messed up his life by coming in and then leaving like this. And I love his line. He said, I would take my year with you over a lifetime with anyone else. And that's just, that's a perfect line. He's such a good actor. He really sold that mm -hmm. whole role. I really liked it. Yeah. But then the two remaining Nordic assassins show up and try to kill both of them and almost succeed. But Allison manages to stab one of them in the eye and then she rumors the other one. 
she, I mean, because the whole time they had punched her in the throat as soon as they walked in the door. So she's trying to get her voice back. As soon as she does, she looks him in the face and said, I heard a rumor you killed your brother. And I thought, oh. that's brutal. That is yeah. so cold right there. And that's exactly what he does. And he's horrified and screams and runs out of the house. And I think that was a mistake for them to let him go because, you know, he's not going to let this go. So, yeah, that was pretty much where we left everything by the end of the episode. So the three episodes are going to be kind of interesting. Which leads me to my suggestion. I think next week we ought to do a Umbrella Academy Season 2 episode because we're not going to have any Laura Olympus next week. No, yeah. We uh, we were wondering about the whole Fast Pass situation and when the episodes are going to be released. But yeah, there's nothing new coming out. So we're just going to have to be okay with not getting any more Laura Olympus for a few more weeks. But um, yeah, that actually sounds like a good idea. Yeah, no, I think we should do that. So have you been um, watching anything in the Nerdosphere this week? Uh, well, I watched The Sea Beast, which is an animated film that's nominated for Best Animated Feature-Length Film, and it's on Netflix, and I thought it was very good. The, the sea creatures are very well designed. They really show the scale of things. It's funny. I like the expressions. Um, good, you know, fun music and everything. Definitely very fun, but it does... It never can quite get away from the fact that... And this is terrible for the people who worked so hard on it, but it still feels a lot like how to train your dragon except with sea creatures, you know? Um, oh, and you can't, okay, yep. Yeah, you can't really be compared to how to train your dragon. It's just, it's such a hard bar to hit. But it is very good. It's very fun. And it's the only animated one that I've watched out of the Oscar nominations. Next, I want to see Puss in Boots because I hear that that is surprisingly good. I need to see if I can see that at the Alamo Draft House. We actually went on uh, February 15th to Alamo and we saw Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which I have oh, not man. seen in years and years. And I forgot how freaking magical that movie is. It is oh, man. just, I mean, every part of it, all of the weird imagery when things start getting deleted in his mind and you're seeing that happen visually. It's just, oh, God, I, I just, it's so great. And it's one of those things that I can use in his, um, an example of why I hate hearing alternate endings of movies because the alternate ending that you can see on IMDb is that apparently the two of them just like keep like getting together and then breaking up and deleting their memories and then getting back together and then doing that for oh. years and years. I'm like, Oh no, I don't like that. Oh, no, 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 that's, that's, that takes all the fun out of it. No, no, it no. Does. Other than that, I've been, you know, continuing to watch um, Sense8, though I took a break from it last night. There's like the final episode of season two. It's extra long and it just it starts to just bog down, you know. Now, mind you, there are some fun bits in season two. Every once in a while, they'll do something cool with the whole connection that they all have. But my God, they have to pack off on the slow-mo. I mean, they just, every time they want to have something dramatic, they put it in slow motion. I'm like, it's too much. But I say they have to. The series is completely done by now. They're not going to do anymore. But yeah, it just, it lost so much of the charm of the first season. But eh, between that and then I have, uh, I'm on the final episode of The Hunters, which is still very interesting and a lot of dramatic moments in there. And one moment that kind of made me cry a little bit, but it's still quite hasn't quite got to that point where I'm just like, oh my God, it's the best thing ever and you must watch it. I saw an article where it said all the information that we know about Arcane Season 2, the cast, the story, and the release dates. Okay, well, I clicked on it, which I knew I shouldn't do that, but it is all speculation, every bit of oh, it. Yeah. But they, yeah. they do seem to be 
very sure that the next season's going to drop sometime in 2023. So I guess I need to finish rewatching it again, which I hadn't, yeah. I put to side when I was trying to catch up on Umbrella Academy, but oh my God, I could just watch season one over and over again. It's one of the reasons to actually keep hold of Netflix, I swear to God, it you is. know, just to be able yeah. to have that to watch it when you want. That and Stars, I think. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I guess they will wrap us up for the week, so make sure to check out pixelatedgeek.com for all the book reviews, the movie reviews, the comic book reviews, the fan art galleries. Um, as for the movie reviews, you know, we're slowly trying to catch up on some of the Oscar-nominated stuff. Um, March something is the Oscar day. I'll put it a link in the description. I can never remember exactly what it is, but I haven't been as gung-ho this year in trying to get as many movie reviews as possible on the site. I don't know why. I mean, maybe it's it's probably what we were talking about before. Now that everything's kind of opened up, I'm like, oh my God, I have like responsibilities, things I have to go out to in the real world. It's kind of hard sometimes to find the time to like really drill down and get every single Oscar movie reviewed. Yeah, we got other priorities to deal with now that uh, we're no yeah. longer locked down. True, very true. Um, but yeah, so I guess next week we're looking at having the um, Umbrella Academy. Do you think you're going to finish up the season? I'm going to try. I mean, three episodes. Surely I could do that. Maybe. <laughs> we, can, we can certainly hope. Yeah, but uh, all that and more pixelatedgeek.com. And like I said, make sure to listen to our two crossover episodes with the Midlife Crisis Task Force. We will have links in the podcast description. And I'm very curious to see how this Discord... Have you ever worked in Audacity? No, I have not. But I am um, actually was able to drag all of the files when uh, we did a test thing last week into GarageBand. So, ah, yeah. very nice. I, there were some things to recommend Audacity, but I have to admit, I just did the first pass in Audacity. And then when I got the mixed down file, I dragged it into GarageBand and finished the edit there because that's what I know. But anyway, yeah. Oh, but um, anyway, all of that and more pixelatedgeek.com. I'm sure I already said that. Whatever. Uh, one way or the other, we will talk to everybody, I guess, in one week. Ah, talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> Click it. Yeah, click. Click there. And there's Craig. Oh, okay. So, but all of this is getting recorded right now. Yes. Yes. Yay! Good. We have to record this for posterity. I'll if you have any questions. Oh uh, well. Can you want to drag the uh, black cat out of here? She's definitely going to make noise. <laughs> she says making noise. <laughs> it's just like she's not happy with that. She's like, don't touch me. No.
All right. <laughs> I don't know if you want to hold like your hand and do the count in front of your little stick person face there. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, where every time we get a message coming through on Facebook, it's uh, blinking out my uh, sound. Let me close down oh. Facebook there. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I heard the beeps. I wasn't sure what that was. Hopefully that's not recording. <laughs> oh, it could be. You never know, but. Oh, great. Sorry, I was like, I was sucking on an Altoid and I just inhaled the last of it. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Now, how do I turn off the recording? Uh, I think I can do slash stop. Let me see. Well, Craig oh, is still there. So Craig is still there. No, that didn't work. Okay. Wait a minute. Oh my God. I didn't record a backup. I am such an idiot. Oh, it didn't work? Uh, no, I might have. No, I think I hit it. I think I had maybe hit a different thing. Slash stop. Slash stop. Yeah, no, I got it. That's fine. It was weird. All right. All right, hang on. I'm going to go get uh, uh, text, text support. For a second. Yes. Hey there, we need help on summer. I thought I just needed the message. It to be working. Yeah, you have to go in. You went into direct messages. You have to go into the text channel here. Type. Stop recording?